Welcome back to our solar electric trailer journey. We are so excited to have you come back and join us again. Today we're going to be talking about our second report on the Florida RV Super Show. We had such a good time. It took us two podcasts to do this in, so we're, <laughs> we're excited that you're here. One of the most exciting discoveries we figured out and found was that um, Habitat for Humanity has a program for RVers called RV, let me get this right, RV Caravanners where you can take your RV to a Habitat for Humanity project and join the people that are there. And Habitat for Humanity will subsidize your parking and they will have you get involved in um, a project there where you can help give back to the community quite a bit. And they welcome people of all ages and of all walks of life. So someone old like me who's not gonna get up on a rooftop and be hammering nails, they have things that I can do while I am there. And I'm excited, I think we're both excited, yeah. to go figure this out and check it out and give it a try. Yeah, it, it, I've been a longtime fan of Habitat for Humanity. I have many friends and our, our daughter-in-law used to run Habitat for Humanity at Berkeley and so we're, we're big fans. But we'd never heard of the RV Caravanner program and so we're really excited to, to give it a try. Uh, we can't wait. So one of the other exciting things we found out was that there are many interesting campsites that are resorts for RVers. We thought we would just spend our time going from um, national park to national park around the country. But we saw some of the literature in the brochures on these resorts for RVers and they look exciting. We're excited to start trying those out too. Yeah, that will be, that will be fun. We hadn't anticipated how resort like how completely resortish the some of the RV campgrounds really are. So that'll be fun. Uh, we also saw some security cameras. We've been a little bit worried about uh, you know leaving a trailer uh, behind uh, and unsupervised some of the time when we go out on activities. And so we're great to see some security cameras that, that we were able to see. We also saw lots of services being provided, which is comforting to know there are experts out there. One of those that we're uh, struggling with right now as we look to buy an RV is whether or not to pay for an inspection. The, the inspections, like home inspections, you know, tell you whether your RV that you want to buy is in good shape. The, the challenge and the problem is that the RVs are cheaper than homes and RV inspections are more expensive than <laughs> home inspections. So we're, we're struggling with that choice and decision. So. Yeah, we're, we probably won't hire an inspector for our small pop-up trailer, but when we get our bigger trailer, we will absolutely use one because I'm sure they will be looking for things that we wouldn't even know to look for. So we're excited to, to um, connect with one of those guys. We are also excited to see how easy it, it will be to stay connected while we are traveling around the country. Yeah, the, the technologies uh, are proliferating now, of course. Uh, in, in 2022, people just expect to be connected, and so there are lots of different tools and devices. We'll, we'll continue to explore that, but we're excited to be able to continue to work and share podcasts, et cetera, with you while we're, we're traveling. Uh, you know, we also saw some other things like uh, the advanced leveling systems and the tire pressure monitoring systems, and so we're beginning to learn and appreciate uh, many of the things that you know old-time uh, RVers already know, and and we're just beginning to learn, yeah. and so we're entering that phase yeah. of learning what we you know don't wow. know we don't know, <laughs> yeah. and so that's been good. 
It's been fun. It's been exciting. It's a bit overwhelming, but with time, we will be really good at this. So we're, we're glad that you're joining us today. We also focused a lot of our time and energy on the solar and battery systems that we can start using. Yeah, we're really getting excited about this idea that we're going to have a practice trailer. This pop-up will tow with the bolt, which will be teeny tiny, is really going to give us an opportunity to experiment with and learn a bunch of stuff about solar and batteries. And so uh, we're designing a whole system, and, it, and, and there's a lot to learn. Oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not an electrical engineer. Gail, are you an no, electrical No, no, no. Okay, I just, no. just checking. No. Um, yeah, so this has really been a fun challenge to figure out how all these components come together, you know. So you've got solar panels, how do you get the energy into a battery, how do you get the be energy out of the battery into the devices. Uh, there's yeah. a lot to think about and uh, so we've been working on that, but we learned a lot at the show. Yeah, we certainly did. It's little by little, step by step, we are learning a lot of things. Devin's now going to take a few minutes to describe our preliminary solar systems design. Terrific. Uh, we're excited about the trailer and, and excited about the process of learning about the solar battery system that needs to go into the trailer. And we're envisioning initially a very small trailer. We've talked a little bit about this. We, we think we can only tow at most 1,600 pounds. We're talking about a little folding trailer and we're gonna try and stay as far under 1,600 pounds as we possibly can. So we've gotta be very lightweight. We do think that what we're looking at in terms of a system here will weigh only about 50 pounds. So it's, it shouldn't uh, be a big burden, but it, it is pounds that we will add to the, to the trailer. So, you know, one aspect, of course, is going to be roof-mounted solar panels. So we're looking at that. We're not sure how much we'll be able to get onto the uh, trailer, but we're hoping that it will be at least uh, 400 watts of, of solar panels. And then in addition, we plan to carry some uh, portable solar panels. And we're hoping that between what we can put on the trailer and what we carry, we can get to a kilowatt of solar panels, which would allow us to generate on a sunny day about five kilowatt hours of electricity, which would give us plenty of power for running the air conditioner and doing a little bit of cooking and running some low power devices like a, a laptop and the charging the phones and a few things like that so and then a, few, a little bit of lighting in the evening so we're all those things combined we we think we're going to be okay um and the trailer is so small that on most days we don't anticipate being in the trailer all day. So the solar panels can generate power all day, even when we're not in it, not using any of the power. But uh, at the same time, we want to want to be sure that uh, when we are trapped in the trailer by weather or other circumstances, that uh, we are able to be comfortable as much as possible. The system has to be designed also to allow us to plug into shore power. Now, we hope never to use shore power. Of course, shore power is a reference to the uh, power that you pull off the grid one way or another. We hope never to use that, 
but the system has to allow for it, both in case of an emergency and, uh, of course, because we plan to resell this trailer. And uh, we don't anticipate that everyone who will uh, be interested in our trailer will have the same compulsion to avoid the use of shore power that we will have. Um, solar panels can all be plugged into, or we want to design a system that will allow them to be plugged into a charge controller slash inverter. Now, I was originally thinking we could use a fairly simple charge controller that would go straight from the solar panels to the batteries. Uh, but we also need to be able to connect the shore power into that. So that's why there has to be an inverter component to that because the, the grid power, of course, is AC 110 or 220 power, and it's got to be converted to DC uh, 12 volt power to go into the battery system that we anticipate buying. And, and, and although there are 24 and 48 volt systems, we're anticipating that at least for this little trailer, we'll go with a, a 12 volt system. We'll also carry some small portable batteries that will supplement that. And, and although we can plug that in as a substitute for shore power, uh, we probably would use that instead to run some of the devices, the laptops, the phones, that sort of thing, um, rather than uh, powering the, the trailer itself. But we'll see how we end up using that. It'll be interesting for us to, to watch and see how we choose to do that. So the, the batteries can power directly things that are DC powered and designed for that. And in RVs, a number of things are. A refrigerator would typically be designed to run that way. And the air conditioner and, and the heater can be designed to, to all run on that. So that's what we're thinking of there is those two or three things. We're hoping to get an AC heat pump uh, device. Uh, it's not entirely clear. We can get one for this little tiny trailer, but... That, that those things exist, uh, they, and we're hoping we can get one that'll work, and then uh, and then maybe a little fridge. So we'll so those would be the things that would probably go straight from the battery. Then the battery uh, would connect to an inverter, uh, and the inverter would then power uh, devices like the uh, uh, things that you would plug in. So that could be anything. It could be a, a cook stove that we might bring on uh, the, you know, and our devices, right? So our uh, phones and laptops and iPads and that kind of thing. But again, all of that may be powered by the uh, portable batteries as well. So it'll be interesting to see how this system, in fact, works if we, if we uh, go with this, uh, as we're now planning to do. Before we, uh, of course, build the system, we have to get a trailer. We haven't done that yet, so we'll keep you posted on that. But, but as we figure out the, the, you know, these details, we'll revisit this question because this is a central part of what we're hoping to figure out in, uh, with our system. And we'll get into more details around each of these things as we uh, get them and install them and connect them to one another and test them in the field. Uh, that's what we'll be reporting on. So anyway, great to be with you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. If you find our journey interesting, please subscribe and share it with others. Bye. Thank you.